sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars, as if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is Topanga Moon Podcast. Your spiritual, moon-loving, desert, oasis, cosmo, inquiring, galactic, mystic <laughs> podcast. Um, yeah, how is everyone doing? If you are new here, welcome to this Soul Expansion Podcast. So happy you're here. would love to hear from you. And if you've been around for a while, um, you may have noticed that I haven't been on the podcast for a couple weeks now. I think it, the last time was when I was in Joshua Tree, which was in September. And usually when I'm on a unannounced break or when I'm not doing episodes weekly or having a guest on the podcast it's because I'm doing some sort of film project <laughs> and wasn't able to announce my mini hiatus but I feel like this community is very in tune no <laughs> that I'm off working on another project and that's just how it goes we're in a flow I tend to release my episodes on Wednesdays, but today is a Friday and it's because we're just this past this post portal 1111 in the depths of November in the midst of it in this Scorpio season bubble and it's Friday. That's Venus Day and I really wanted to focus on rituals for Venus Day, the energetics of this time how we're being called to shift in our energetics, what manifestation looks like, what aligning with the cosmos looks like, and all of these really beautiful things that we can dive into in a space that is contained by this energy of Venus, this beautiful Venetian goddess of love energy that is surrounding with this love vibration and I think that we're being called to really cultivate more of this love vibration over the fear vibration and before we dive into the beautiful energetics and rituals of this episode um, I have some announcements to make I have updated my Topanga Moon shop, my ritual provision shop, and I have restocked some of the ritual candles. So I have love, which would be perfect if you're doing a Venus Day ritual, and just an all-around beautiful candle with lavender essential oils. All of our candles are made with coconut soy wax, essential oils only, cotton wicks, glass glitter, dried flowers, just as earth-friendly as you possibly can, but still making it so beautiful and such a beautiful experience when you're lighting them for ritual, for any time that you want to just elevate the mood. But I have one going right now. I have my neon moon candle going, and that is my cowboy-inspired candle. It is made with grapefruit and citrus essential oils and has pink glass glitter and gold and silver glass glitter and it's just really fun and vibrant and it makes me think of Nevada or just 
somewhere with like neon signs and cowboy bars so that one's really fun so I have that one going and I love using that when I want to like spice up my evening <laughs> um so yeah I have candles back in the shop if you want to get some for the holiday season definitely um send me a note or purchase on the Topanga Moon shop and then I also introduced vintage clothing so now you can shop my exclusive collection mystic muse collection of vintage clothing all intentional beautiful clothing that is has so much vibration so much amazing energy to it i source all over the place for these beautiful pieces they're truly some of my favorite so many times i'm listing one of them and I don't want to let it go (laughs) but I know when it's time to share and spread that and these pieces and this vintage clothing is made for you to wear during ritual or very special occasions so as we're getting into this topic of Venus Day and all the rituals surrounding Venus Day one of the key components is dressing up and really creating that beautiful environment by putting on luxurious clothing and vintage clothing has a different essence and a different vibration it's made differently with different fabrics and at a different time and it evokes different emotions and there's a story when it comes to vintage pieces and they're one of a kind and they're just better for the planet all of these things that go into your ritual work and there's just really beautiful clothing so my mystic muse all inspired by all the mystic muses that I love Stevie Nicks and the women in practical magic um Sienna Miller so many Dolly Parton (laughs) we have a lot of sequins all of the mystic muses that would be wearing luxurious clothing to an event or um, on stage performing or any ritual practice that you would do and they're just really special so if you want to shop some vintage clothing for the holidays as well or just for yourself for some events um, as we're getting into the winter solstice which is a really beautiful time to wear some of these mystic muse vintage clothing it would be an amazing time um festive parties i've got you covered check out (laughs) the vintage shop on topangamoon.com all right so like i was saying i have my candles going i have my one from joshua tree which feels very fitting because this is the next episode after that episode that i talked all about my time in Joshua Tree. I pulled some tarot cards. I pulled a card for the community for everybody listening right now and I'll read it to you in a moment and it really beautifully kind of covers what I think we're going to be talking about in today's episode and I'm drinking some wine and I'm just making it a very Venus Day ritual conversation. So let's get into the tarot card that I pulled for the community, for the collective. It is the, let me just get it, I'm pulling from the Star Child Tarot deck, the Lightworkers Guide, and I pulled the Knight of Swords. So the Knight of Swords, and the words are ambitious, capable, energetic, self-determined, You have clear intentions and your eyes on the prize. It may feel as though nothing can stop you now and that the world is full of possibilities. It is, however, important that you make a clear plan for those necessary steps in order to reach your goals. Do not move too hastily or rush ahead or else you may find that you will be regretful. It is important to take your time to find balance in all things, mind, body, and spirit. And I love this idea of taking time. And I recently came across 
this Instagram account um, and they talked about just slow progress and slow growth. And I've talked about this idea of slow growth before and I think that so much of our messaging and the things that we're hearing all the time is about scaling up and you know being instant successes and getting your viral hit and all of these things that feel fast and furious and just energetically charged and instant and with that comes a lot of comparison with that there's this feeling like we're never enough or that everything has if it doesn't happen immediately then we're not a success and we need all of these things to validate us and validate our art and validate our creations and if things are at a slower pace then they they must not be working and I'm here to remind you and I think this card is here to remind you that we can be full of goals and ambitions and talents and all of these things we want to create but there's this real alchemy to slow growth and this idea of letting things mature over time and divine timing and taking the necessary steps and the right amount of time for things to progress and that not everything has to be this instantaneous I mean there's no such thing as an overnight success but this slow movement upwards rising and think about all the things in nature that have to take time and even if you're looking at um, Venus Day and this is a great kind of connection to that so I was looking up some things um, specifically about Venus Day and where was this okay so so Venus the goddess the Roman goddess of love and beauty did you know that Venus Day is 116 days and 18 hours so that is one day on Venus compared to our 24 hours on earth it is 116 days and 18 hours <laughs> so if you're thinking about the idea of like of time and and really time we only perceive it as linear think of it as a, a circle it's cyclical it is um always there and time is not only linear in our perception of of reality but 116 days <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot of days and that is their one day on venus which is such a interesting if you think about the slow growth and the progression you know earth plane is like fast furious but really we are in this cosmic dance this like universal cosmic realm where sometimes things take take time and there's this beauty in that and if we can think about what it's like to be on venus and that connection to the beauty and the love of venus and things taking the time that they need to take and i think that's such a beautiful message especially when we're in this Scorpio season we're really in the midst of it um this week I'm not sure if, how everyone else is feeling but I was extremely tired I had so many moments where I had to take naps and just feeling this overwhelming sense of energetic tiredness and it was so strange and I and I kind of talked about it on Instagram and was chatting with some people about it and there's really this like kind of feeling that a lot of people are going through that right now and it's no surprise that it's in Scorpio season I mean death rebirth transformation um, taking the time to really like dig in and sit with the unseen and if that means slowness and resting um 
and really cultivating our energy right now. And especially in this time, it's like Scorpio loves to show you kind of the darkness and all the things so that you can transform out of it. So you can move to the other side. And I think collectively we're going through that. Um, you're seeing that kind of dark night of the soul for everyone on in our consciousness world. And if you're really paying attention to the energetics, you can see that as well. Um, and it's like we're going through this death rebirth process right now and we're really in the thick of it before we hit the upcoming eclipse season. So it's like we're resting our bodies because there's more to be unearthed and there's more coming up. So taking that time to really rest your energetic body and honoring those moments and allowing yourself to be slow in the process and to it's almost like that idea of if we're moving too quickly then we're rushing and we're missing the point we're missing the the really beautiful nuggets that we might have needed for her end result and sitting in that moment of just uncovering and that patience that it takes to really look deep in and see what needs to be transformed and what needs to be built at this time and allowing that to be a mystery because we are in the season of mystery and the unseen and the the other world the outer worlds um so being in this mystery of not knowing the next movements but that patience to allow the mystery to take you on that journey so if that means resting or doing more meditations doing more ritual work i mean this is the time to do ritual work this is the time where we can kind of dance with the the energies of the spirit world and connect further um go inwards and see what needs to be really transformed what we need to let go of because when we hit eclipse season it's like that on another level it's like we are moving through those letting go periods and shedding so much faster and it can feel abrupt and it can feel like the rug is pulled out out from underneath us but it's really this momentum of change and transformation and on in a planetary level we're we're going through that as well of of really shedding the things the systems that are no longer in alignment and when you center in with your ethos and your true ethics and what you really believe in in your soul then it is this process of like for me specifically I've been really tuning into what is important to me and what I stand for and who I am as an individual who I am as an artist who I am um, in all of these different aspects of my life and what I really believe in and and, and allowing that um, that integrity to lead the way so because I have made this kind of connection and this kind of call to to my spirit guides and to everyone that's working kind of on the other side of my for my career and all that it's like I only want you to bring in things that are in true alignment for me right now and so that means for my you know let's say acting career for example it it sounds like crickets it sounds like nothing and there's this like sweet satisfaction in knowing that that's the kind of agreement that I made at this time because I want it to be in the highest and truest alignment for myself so that feels like really sitting in the mystery really sitting in the in the Scorpio-ness of this time and working on other things or looking at other things that need to be looked at and how I can shed things how I can step up and become more of a leader you know do all these other things that need to be done in order for me to have that clearer path to the creative pursuits and it's this kind of like fun dance in a way of like okay cool like 
you're listening to me. I only want things in my highest alignment and and to work in creative pursuits and projects with people who have the same integrity and alignment as me as well. And making those clear intentions. That's the other thing about living in this mystery and, and allowing and being in this time of of patience and slow growth. It doesn't mean you can't really speak out your clear intentions. Like this is the time to get so clear. So clear that when the momentum comes through, it's like you already know where you're moving to. And it's sifting through right now, sifting through all of those energetics to to get to a place of of knowing and true intention work. And that's where ritual work comes into play of really speaking out your intentions, embodying your intentions, using the energy to align with your intentions and knowing that they're not going to be given to you immediately. (laughs) Having that patience and kind of just like living in this spirit world before the alignment and the manifestations can come through. Um, So I love that there's this like knowing that I have right now because I've made a clear intention with my integrity and and what I stand for um, in my career and, you know, in every aspect of my life. And so the universe knows, my, my guides know that I only want to be aligned with, with the projects that are really, truly meant for me. I don't, I don't want those tests. I don't want those. I mean, I did have a test kind of come through and I, um, it was a project and it literally had my name on it, like actually with my name, but it would have me kind of going against my integrity, like I said, and I, it was like such a strong knowing inside of me. I'm like, nope, that's a shiny dangling carrot. I'm going to hold true to how I want to present, what I want to, who I want to collaborate with, um, the types of projects and art I want to be involved with. Um, and it felt really good. It felt like it came from a true place of power and just like a, when you really start to do this work in this really transformative time in the Scorpio season of sifting through what no longer aligns with you, you start to show up more as yourself. And in that authentic place, it's like you're not as worried in this time of, you know, slowness or the slow growth because you know what's coming. You know that everything that's in alignment is coming to you and that's best for you and your energetics and what you came here to create. And it's such a good feeling. It's so empowering to be in this place to be like, I'm going to create with the universe. I'm going to align with like what I really believe in and only that which serves that purpose will be presented on my path. And that was really fun to, to witness, but I would love to get into, um, a little bit more about the energetics. Like I said, that we have this like 1111 portal, um, portals, 1111 is this like sign of synchronicity, luck, uh, serendipity moments. And a portal is always like a time or transformation or a moment where you can kind of acknowledge these energies. I mean, energy is always around us, always facilitating us. We can always tap into it. And the the best way that we can utilize this energy, and there's so many energetics going on right now, like there's darkness and there's light. And sometimes it feels like the darkness is so heavy and so strong. And that's when the light energy focusing on love vibration and bringing in and anchoring more alchemizing that love vibration is so essential not only for yourself but for the planet because whatever you do internally whatever you do in your own individual life because we are a part of this tapestry um all connected in this world it truly affects 
the world on a bigger level, even when you don't think it does. It is whatever you can do internally or whatever you can do to share your gifts or bring more love and lightness, bring more compassion is exactly what we need. It is exactly what's going to align you to your path and it's the greatest gift and the greatest thing that you can do for yourself and for others. So the best way that I love to align with this love vibration and energy is something I call where I think a lot of people call this, but it's a white light protection ritual. So it can be as simple as just calling on white light whenever you're in a, in a situation that you want to bring and anchor in that love energy into you. Or it could be a little bit more elaborate where you meditate on white light and you envision this white light circling you. Before I did every moon parties, when I used to host moon parties, I would always start every single moon party with a white light ritual. It was like my non-negotiable, every single time I go into which ritual, I always call upon the white light highest good love vibration because you never know what kind of energies you're calling forward when you're asking to connect to energy like there's so many different types of energies there's nuance in energy there's good there's bad there's in between there's so much at all times that you want to be once again really clear and intentional with the energy that you're anchoring in or you're alchemizing. So white light protection is the beautiful ritual that you can do. You can do it before you start a project. Um, when you start your day, I do it when I'm like driving in the car and I just want that little extra protection. I just call upon white light protection for my car or when I park it somewhere and I want the car to be safe or when I leave my house and I want my house to be safe. Like there's so many moments where you can call on white light protection and your guides and that beautiful spirit team that's always with you. Oh, my candle just did something crazy <laughs> when I said that. <laughs> They're like, yep, this is, this is good. So they're listening. <laughs> So your spirit team wants to protect you and, and work with you um, and you just need to call upon them with the highest love and beautiful white light. And that's when you'll get the good energies. So you want to anchor into that. Um, and another thing to know about this time and all the different energies um, and especially Scorpio season, they see the unseen and this is where like the truth feels different so let that land with you for a moment the truth feels different energy is about feeling things so you can discern what is good and what is not good for you what is of your highest alignment what is of the greatest good for the planet by how it feels and there's a lot of especially when i'm tapping in online if you're going let's say going into Instagram there's so many energies out there there's so many people trying to take advantage of you or manipulate or they're in their highest good and offering love like you just never know but it always helps when you tune in and you've done your energetic boundary work the truth starts to feel different like you'll just when you're clear, when you have that energetic boundary and you've created that white light anchor, then you can start to sift through the energies in a clearer way because now you are a clear channel. You are a beacon of the love. You are creating that loving energy. So when you're anchored in and alchemize the white light and love energy, you will start to notice what feels good, what is in alignment, what is not in alignment that you should maybe create a boundary around and the truth just feels different. And that's something to also keep in mind with eclipses and eclipses always bring out things that are like put under the rug that need to be seen. And I feel like we've had a whole year of that. Like what more can be seen that was unseen, right? 
Um, but we're coming to this culmination point. So I feel like really cultivating a strong energetic hygiene right now will serve you in so many ways and let you be able to discern and feel the truth for yourself and for everyone and to really be energetic hygiene is so important because you want to be that pure loving anchor for others and for yourself and when you hold that vibration and when you hold that anchor for yourself it's almost like you clear this space you clear your path and you're able to then just align with the things that are also in that higher vibration so really moving up to a kind of a different consciousness plane and and start to create the things that you want to see and, and there's so much about you know people looking at what is instead of like what do we want to see in the world and I think more than ever it's so important to hold the vision of what you want to see for your own life and also what we want to see for the whole world so it's just like a beautiful reminder that we can when we're clearing and creating these energetic boundaries these rituals for love and really discerning the energies that are happening right now and um we can be that anchor for other people so that's a beautiful thing that we can offer and that's just like such a simple thing that anybody can do like at any time and it's such in a highest service for our planet right now and another thing i was i recently heard which i thought was really beautiful was that energy to like cultivate your energy so it was like energy fasting so taking time away from these things that have high attention and high energetic value exchange because your energy and your attention is the greatest thing that you can possess for creation i mean we're creating all the time and we use energy and vibration to create so to when there's all these like devices that are taking our attention and energy from us. So it's like they're mining all these energetics. But if we can take that back and hold on to our energetics, I mean, even if you think of human design, human design is a system of working with your energy and knowing how to work with your energy. And when you start to really play in the energetic world and take back your sovereignty and take time away from these places or devices and really sit in the the energy of nature or the the energy of stillness or the energy of rest that is such a powerful thing that we can do and it starts to clear the path for ourselves to be channels so we're constantly getting messages and we're connected to our higher selves our spirit realm all of the beautiful guidance that is available to us at all times we have all the answers in ourselves but we have to be the the channel of it and the way to do that is to do this energetic fasting this time away from these uh portals that may be taking that attention away um, so there's so many different ways you can do it. I do it through ritual baths. I think it's connecting in water and doing a ritual and it can be as simple as just like playing music or just having some bath salts, candles, and just sitting in quiet meditation in a bath really lets you have the flow of ideas and connects you back to spirit and to yourself and to your soul. Um, so that's another beautiful ritual that you can do. Um, meditation is my number one. Being out in nature, going for walks. And I think the biggest thing right now, which I need to work on, is taking time away from, from Instagram, from all of those portals that are like high intense energies and all kinds of energies, right? So, I mean, it could be a good idea to even like go into those things with the white light protection um 
and create those energetic boundaries because our energy is everything. We create worlds with our energy. The energy inside of us, what we have within is so powerful and but we need to cultivate that and really tend to it and allow it to be our own sacred place and union. So we don't want to be distracted by all of these external attention things. And I mean, we're in an attention economy right now. So it's so easy to get lost in that world. But um, yeah, our energy is everything. And let's focus on love vibration over fear vibration because there is so much fear. Um, And fear has a purpose. All of these things have purposes, but anchoring in the love once again allows you to find solutions, strategies, new ways of being, connection to higher purpose and good, um, alignment with abundance. All of these beautiful aspects and things that we want to create is through the path of the love vibration. So whenever you can, choose love vibration over fear vibration. Which leads me to rituals for the Venus day. Um, I was going to talk about the film that I just did, but I'll save that for another episode. <laughs> I just worked on this as a costume designer for this really beautiful short film um, set in the late Victorian area. So I had to go to antique shops and flea markets and all kinds of places and source clothing from that era and it was such a dream and I definitely manifested that project it was in total alignment I've been wanting to do a Victorian film in some capacity for so long and I think that and this goes along with like the rituals that you can do and holding the energetic vibration of the things you want to create it's really through like everything like where is your attention going what kind of films are you watching what kind of music are you watching um what clothing are you putting on all of these ritual aspects that you can start to cultivate if you're trying to make a clear intention for something so i was always watching films from that time period or dressing or looking at um antique clothing and and things like that that just would always anchor me back to that time and I've always had a fascination with that time and through my meditations I could see myself working on a period film and I never knew if it was like acting or writing and for whatever reason it was costume design at this time and for this project and it felt felt so in alignment and this was definitely a group of people that aligned with me in my my ethos and um, allowed me to be an artist and really use creative solutions and unique ways of sourcing clothing um, and allowed me to really tap into my artistry which was so beautiful and so amazing and once again in true alignment because I said I wanted to I just said I just want to work with in projects that are in my alignment and as soon as I saw the list the posting for it I knew that it was of alignment and it was just like a feeling so that was a great example another thing I learned through that was action through manifestation and how there was many times where I didn't know where I was gonna source these pieces and it was just a it was a really unique project where it was got complicated in in terms of well how are we going to find these things you know you can't just go to a mall um I had to source actual clothing from that time period because we couldn't rent we barely rented any of the clothing because of the nature of the project and there was this idea that came to me and this kind of is a continuation from what I talked about on the last podcast episode was when I said that surrender action in surrender or surrender in action and this was action and manifestation so using action to manifest so what I did in this very simple way was I went to different antique stores and 
just like by feeling or, or I would go to a flea market or antique mall that was maybe an hour away not knowing what I was going to find. So it's not like you can just call ahead or, or even know if they even have any clothing or if it was specific. I mean, it was very specific pieces for this project and it was through the constant action of getting up and going to these places and mind you I love going to these places so it wasn't like hard for me to just go to all these different um, vintage shops and antique malls because it's something I love to do but it was through that action that I like met people met shop owners then gave me a contact that then led me to a warehouse full of the clothing that I needed and all of these little pieces that started to come together because I was in action. So I would not maybe find what I needed in that moment at that one store, but it led me to another place, which led me to another place. And it was just piecing together everything one by one and all manifested through action and just like surrendering to the knowing that like everything that we needed to find, we would find. And we found the most aligned, amazing pieces and so proud of the work that I did because it really was like at the end watching it unfold and and them filming I'm like how did we find these pieces that are so perfect for these characters and it was truly this connection to spirit through this whole process and action through manifestation or manifestation through action if you want to say it that way but yeah, I mean, that was just another beautiful example of how um, our manifesting can be very, can you can do them, you can do it two ways and in a combination of ways. It's through the visualization, it's through the embodiment work, it's through the energetics of your day-to-day, it's through your intention setting, but then it's like also in action when you actually go and action doesn't mean that you're gonna like get the thing that you need in that moment or it's going to materialize the way that you expect it's just gonna lead you to the next action just kind of like a scavenger hunt so that was a beautiful example of of using energy in that way but I would love to talk about the Venus day and just like the different rituals that you can do on this day because it's such a beautiful powerful love vibration energy day and we can utilize it for our manifestations and for our intentions and really I think like in this Scorpio season using this Venus day as a way to really hold the intentions so it can just be like you know a slow day where you're cultivating this beautiful Venus altar or a ritual dinner, ritual bath, anything that feels really luxurious. My Venus is in Taurus. So obviously I love beautiful things around me. I love flowers and candles and luxurious clothing and everything feels like a ritual. My date nights are all about like beautiful food and music and wine and Having all of the beautiful luxuries around me (laughs) is really feeds into my Taurus. Um, So yeah, the Venus Day rituals. So this is the love day. Um, As I was saying, Venus, the Roman goddess of love and beauty. So the day of Venus, which is Friday takes its name from Frigga, the goddess of love and transformation. And transformation, I mean, that's a really powerful word to use during this time because we're in the season of transformation. So if anything, this is a beautiful time for a love Venus Day ritual because it's like within the realm of that transformation. She rules the spiritual aspects of people as they manifest on the physical. Because of this, Friday is sometimes thought of as unpredictable. Magical aspects are love, friendship, reconciliation, and beauty. So, I love that. It has 
manifest in its description i mean this is such a perfect fun luxurious time to manifest to set those intentions in a way that feels really good and is you know just so juicy (laughs) i can smell my joshua tree candle right now and it's so good it just like brings me back to the desert and thinking about sitting out there under the stars and that would be oh the perfect time to do a venus day ritual and for this ritual think about something that you really want to intend and it can be anything for me it's you know career related things and i'm really going to for this specific venus day i have this script that i wrote many years ago it was one of my first feature film scripts and it's a romantic dramedy it's about a photographer and i'm really going to use this day to create the energetics around connecting with the right people to create this project so that is my intention I'm putting it out there on the podcast airwaves <laughs> and that's what I'm gonna do I'm gonna um wear clothing that makes me feel like the main character I'm going to set up an altar and just like play music that makes me think of this project and this is exactly what you can do it doesn't have to be a project it can be um a self-love ritual it can be aligning with your highest good and intention it can be a clearing ritual it can be anything that you intend like what you really want to cultivate at this time so let the beautiful goddess of love and transformation transform you and and propel you into that space that energetic realm where anything is possible all of your dreams are valid and beautiful and needed and we can create the world that we desire so create a venus altar an offering So this to me is a devotion to God and the God within. So I think of this as like, you know, I think of God, our creator, and then knowing that we're part of God, we're, there's God elements within us and we're all connected and we're all one. So tapping into that, to that knowledge and doing an offering to that beloved spirit that connection to the divine so gathering white or green candles would be really beautiful seven pennies or a piece of copper seven is the number for venus rose quartz or any crystals that have that love vibration perfume floral essential oils so that could be uh, rose or geranium or lavender and some flowers getting fresh flowers for this day and for this offering um, is always amazing you can go out and make it its own ritual so go to the flower shop honey and wine honey for sweetness wine i mean i'm drinking wine <laughs> right now um, and you want to dress in something that makes you really feel connected to that venus energy and you can really pretend that you're going on this like hot date and get all dressed up and feel really good and feel you know you feel different energy wise when you're really dressed up and you feel great about yourself and you're you know so even if you're not going anywhere just allow yourself to enter into that space So this should be a very luxurious day. Take your time. Do it in a way that feels in alignment and true for you. You don't need all of these things, but if you want to add all these things, it's beautiful. And then present your offering and make that clear intention. And within making that clear intention, 
also be the embodiment of that intention. So try on that feeling and that ener- the energetics, create that energetic portal or space where it feels like you're actually like living out that intention that you want to create. And then you want to share this intention and know that it's serving the beauty on the earth and to bring more love and be that conduit of love. Say a little incantation if you like. Make it really personal. Write something down. Use a love candle. Um, and create a space. Create an altar for for this day. Um, you can even create a beautiful elaborate dinner and invite Venus over <laughs> for dinner. But this can be as simple or as elaborate as you like. Whatever is going to make you feel the energetics of the intention that you're creating and knowing it's that connection with the spirit of Venus and what it embodies so being that embodiment and offering that to the divine and that's how you can do a beautiful Venus day ritual so I hope you learned something from this podcast episode felt connected felt the energetic vibration through the podcast and I always love sharing these insights and these beautiful rituals with the community Um, I would love to hear from you if you have any insights or um, moments of revelation how your Scorpio season has been going um, anything that you feel like you want to share with me, you can always send me an email at Anna at Topangamoon.com or check out the website or the Instagram and I'll have all of that in the show notes for you below. But just want to say happy Venus Day, sending you so much love, vibration and sharing this message and this energy with you so know that when I'm doing my Venus Day ritual I am holding the vibration for anyone that's tuning in so if you're tuning into this podcast episode at any time know that you're going to be part of my love vibration Venus Day ritual so I hope you have a beautiful day or evening or whenever you're listening to this podcast and Tune in next time.